What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Heroes for Sale podcast. My name is Adam. I am your host. You can find me on Instagram. That's Heroes for Sale. You can also find me on TikTok. It's Heroes for Sale. If you go to the Instagram, if you go to my Instagram link in my bio, I need to figure out how to streamline this. The Instagram link in my bio will have links to everywhere else um, that you can find me on the internet. Basically, LinkedIn, Twitch, all those good places. So. I don't really have a spe- one specific news article or news-related piece to talk about today, but I do have a couple smaller topics that I think um, I can, I'm going to combine into one episode here. So this is going to be coming out Wednesday morning, I believe. So Tuesday was the retail release of Optic. So over the summer, there was a rise in the price of the Optic Hollow. So and I, I'm not sure what sparked this. Like, this was, it seemed like one of those things. Like, sometimes in the hobby, random things can become, uh, like, popular and can then drive the price of the certain thing up. Like, for instance, I mean, this specifically, I think Optic has been coming out with hollows for however long they've been coming out with Optic. And Silver Prisms, obviously, since 2012 or 2013. I don't remember exactly when they first started the Silver Prisms, but uh, regardless people were finally coming to the realization that apparently they were making less optic hollows than they were silver prisms. And that actually drove the price of the optic hollow up to around pretty much the same price as the silver prism. Now, the silver prism has become one of the cornerstones, I think one of the most important cards for most players uh, in this hobby right now, other than the base. And I mean, for me, just because of price, just because of price, essentially, I am buying mostly base cards, um, and that that's not it's 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 mainly because of price. And I mean, I honestly, I'm not even buying most cards. Like that's the other thing. So like when I'm saying to buy cards, I'm not like I'm just making a suggestion of where I think the prices are good and like where you can't buy them because I'm not buying. I buy some cards, but I'm not obviously buying all these cards I'm talking about. Regardless. The silver, and if, if we're talking silver versus base for Prism, I'm not buying silvers because um, they're just not in my price range. Like for a Zion uh, silver, which I think I use Zion as an example because it's easy because I know the most about him, but it's an extreme example of pricing. Uh, I think his silver Prism PSA 10, I think, is selling over 2000 So, I mean, that's obviously not realistic. Like you could buy... If you, if you have the money to buy a Zion Prism, you should just try and save up your money and buy a LeBron because those prices have skyrocketed. And I don't know if that's... I think that might be a topic for another day, but the prices for for LeBron Chromes have gone from... Oh, they were like 1200 over the summer, and now they're up to 4000 so that's insane. So what I think is going to happen, and I sh- actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I probably could look up what the... Actually, I'm going to do that right now. I'm going to look up what the Luca optics are. So 2019 optic Luca PSA 10. Um, just so I can actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I can't, sometimes I forget that this is an option, like looking stuff up and whatnot. It takes me talking about it to realize that I can actually do this. Um, so it looks like most of these are selling I don't know what they must I think they changed something on eBay where all the prices are like blacked out or they're like crossed out so I mean if this is correct the Luca PSA 10 sold one of them most recently sold for 113 106 no that's a 9 what am I looking why why would a 9 show up oh because it's just labeled incorrectly 
150, 150, 114 for these prices. So yeah, I mean these all make sense. So the overall, what I think is going to happen with the uh, Zion optics or even Jaw probably would be that they're gonna they're not going to hold as much value. Like the optic hollows, I think actually are one reason why it's going to be harder to find optic this year than most years because people realize what was going on with the hollows over the summer. So like then people just started buying up optic and i don't know if it's going to be similar with op with the product where like with prism everybody just bought out all the the whole store like whenever they had it um i haven't seen as many people because it got released today and when prism came out i saw people like tons of people were posting about just taking all the product and i've only seen a few people going in and buying the product so i don't know if it's gonna sell out as quickly as prism did i would imagine it's not going to but what I think is going to happen with the pricing compared to Prism, I think you're going to see the regular base are probably going to be between 50 and 75% of the value of, op, or for, of Prism for the optic. But for the hollows, I think what will end up happening is those will probably be closer in line with the silver Prisms uh, if the print run is kind of similar to where the print run for Prism Silver and Optic Hollow is relatively the same. And I don't... You know, they don't come out with the print run, so we'll have to wait until people start getting cards graded to kind of maybe see where the exact print run is coming from and what it's going to be. But uh, that's where that's where I think the prices is, will probably land uh, eventually once more more of the optics are selling. Like I know right now, I think there's only a few Zion optics on eBay right now, and I think one of them may have sold for around a hundred, which it was the first one. So usually the first one is like way higher like i think the first zion raw silver sold for like 2k which that's absolutely insane because now they're selling for psa 10 for 2k so um most of the time you'll see right when products are coming out the cards will be a little bit more expensive so if you wait like two or three weeks that's probably where you're going to see at least the first run of like regularly regularly priced optic cards and just cards in general like with um with top series one I know there was a bit of confusion, honestly. Like, I posted a TikTok, like, and I should have, honestly, I should have clarified because I think clearly two two people commented, so, like, it. I guess I was a little bit more confusing. Like, I made a video saying that you shouldn't buy Series 1 and that you should wait a little bit until the price goes down, and then I went to the store and bought it, and people were like, didn't you just tell us not to buy that? And I was like, no, you shouldn't be buying singles from eBay uh, right away because the price of them are higher. And I, I, I don't know, I guess it must've been confusing. I mean, if you're in the, if you're in the card world, then you probably know that. But like, if you're a, a TikTok follower, you're somebody on TikTok, that might not have been as, as, as obvious. So if you're a TikTok listener, sorry about that confusion there for that one. So, uh, that kind of transitions to the next topic here. So, uh, prison, no, sorry. Series one, short prints. Now, Print, I mean, short prints obviously are more expensive, but I think this year has just been. We, I honestly, I think this is some of the best. These are these are some of the best short prints I have seen in a product in quite some time. I mean, you got the the Pete Alonzo polar bear, uh, but then also you have the one with with him without his shirt on, getting the Gatorade dumped on him. So like Pete Alonzo probably has a couple short prints in there. I don't know if there's like a short print and a super short print or if there's like a super super short print like usually it's just short print and super short print i don't know if there's like a third level for pete alonzo but i've seen the two the polar bear which i've only seen like two or three on ebay and then i saw the one with him getting the gatorade without his shirt on which that's an such an incredible photo and i mean honestly the 
the photos just in general, and I'll get back to the short prints in a second, but the photos in general for Series 1 this year have just been spectacular. And I don't... Honestly, I should use more adjectives like that, and I... it's So it's not something that I use lightly. Like, the photos in Series 1 are just so amazing. And I think it's, like, perfect... They... I think they did a good job incorporating photos that aren't just, like, random. You know, like, I feel like in some years they just pick, they're just like, whatever, here's a photo we're using for the card, who cares? But, like, I pulled a Dietrich, uh, Derek Dietrich from the Reds, and his is the, he's wearing the sleeveless jersey, and he's batting, and it's like, that's not even a, that's not even a short print. So, like, it's just so crazy. They did such a good job, and, like, the Tim Anderson one is the one where he did the crazy bat flip last year at the beginning of the season and everyone lost their mind. That's his base photo for this year's card. So, I mean, props to tops for not using any of these photos in like update or anything like that. Like they save them. Uh, so then some of the other short prints I've seen, I mean, the, the Jordan Alvarez with a close up face photo is an is awesome picture. There's a, um, there's the Garrett Cole, and I've heard that's a short print, but I'm not 100% sure with him in the Yankees uniform. I mean, that's obviously Photoshopped. Um, I saw that. I, it was a – the photo was a photo from a Heritage card, I believe. Is I saw someone on Twitter. You know, I, I'm, I actually should have uh, kept track of that and made sure that I was keeping track. But I forget who it was on Twitter that's pointed that out. But uh, it was one of him and the Pirates. Uh, and then there is a Alex Bregman photo with him, uh, and he's do he's batting, but then the photo is of a screen, like an iPad, taking a picture of him batting. So, I mean, that's an incredible short print. Uh, I mean, some of the other ones that I've seen, you've got the Bo Bichette with the, uh, jersey, with the Players Weekend jersey. I mean, r- these are some really incredible photos they use, and I think, now... I don't know if this is was their intention, but I think what they did, like for an example, I think the Pete Alonso bear thing was meant to become a story. Like, and if you look at like marketing and stuff like that, the it's not really the thing; it's like the story behind the thing that becomes like larger. No, okay, sorry. It's the it's the. Um, when something becomes larger than the thing itself, like the picture of Pete Alonso, which it's just a polar bear. Like it's not even a picture of Pete Alonso in a polar bear. It's just a polar bear. So like that card is clearly, it's clearly the purpose of it is supposed to be. So that way it becomes sort of like a meme, I guess. And then same with like the, uh, the Aaron judge card. Like there's an Aaron judge short print with Babe Ruth photoshopped into the background in the stands. And it's like, it's not like he's kind of in the stands. He's like, there's no, he's just, he's sitting in a bunch of empty seats, like, right in the front row. So, I mean, that's awesome. Uh, like, these, the pictures they chose were perfect, 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 perfect choices, and I think it did a really good job, and I think they shifted away from just, like, because even the regular print, like, not even the short print, are incredible choices that they use, and they're trying to, um, garner more attention on the cards themselves by using good photos, I think, rather than just using, like, regular batting photos. They're using, like, significant photos, I guess. Like, the like the Tim Anderson one is is him doing the bat flip, and, like, I feel like that's an, that was an iconic moment last year, and they I think they captured it really well on this year's card. So the end of that segment right there got cut off because I actually recorded another extra five minutes there, but unfortunately the 
concept that I was talking about was incorrect. So some of you may have seen that I was talking about the Bowman Chrome rookie card for uh, Luis Robert. Now, I thought that card was supposed to be in this first release of Bowman, but it turns out that the the article that I was reading was actually talking about the September release of Bowman Chrome. So the point that I was trying to make was that I thought that the Bowman rookie card for Luis Robert was coming in this first release, uh, which would change stuff because the because last year there was a couple players like Eloy Jimenez and Fernando Tatis and um, uh, Al Pete Alonso who started the year on the opening day roster but were on the prospect checklist uh, not their first Bowman, but it was they were on the prospect checklist side of the April Bowman release. And then in the September Bowman release, they got their rookie card, the RC logo on their card. So I was incorrect about the Bowman, unfortunately, there. Uh, so the episode is... I had to cut it a little bit short there, so this episode isn't as long as usual. Uh, like I said, I had an extra, like, five six seven ish minutes talking about the changes that i saw in bowman uh i still think that the april release of bowman is going to be crazy and i still think that you're going to see like boba and jordan alvarez and gavin lux probably on the regular checklist so they'll probably have their bowman rookie cards in that one so i think those will be some good cards to pick up they also have i think jason dominguez is a player who's getting his first bowman he's a yankees player um and then Bobby Witt Jr., who was the second overall pick in last year's draft, is also going to be in this first release of Bowman. He's going to be getting his first Bowman card. Uh, so those two, I mean, are going to be big. And then the rookies coming out of here. It's going to be the first Bowman, like from what I saw, I think someone was saying a couple weeks ago that actually Blowout and a couple other places are already sold out of Bowman. Now, I don't know if it's going to be a Bowman Mega Box type of scenario where people are going to be buying these cards up from target and reselling them on the secondary market you could see that that might be a possibility i don't know because like last year there were some big names in the first release of bowman like uh wander franco and there was also joey bart was in there but i was able to pick up a bunch of boxes and those boxes were there for a couple months and i didn't really have any trouble picking up any bowman um but so that was the case basically so this is the end of the episode here like I said at the probably I said at the beginning, you can follow me on Instagram as Heroes for Sale. Follow me on TikTok Heroes for Sale. Uh, if you go to my Instagram bio and you go to that link, you'll find all the links to everywhere else you can find me on the internet. Uh, that is going to be it for the episode. I hope you enjoyed, and I will see you in the next one.